weird, but they got away with it. They, they keep the kid in the evidence room instead of the morgue. <laughs> 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 Turns out <laughs> he used his dead kid as a mule. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Michael Johnson, and this is Blood on the Sand. Blood on the Sand. With me, as always, are these two fucking knuckleheads, uh, Bob Keen. What's happening, everybody? And the captain himself, uh, Andre Hashem. Hey, hello, como estas? All right, you know. And, uh, yeah, if, if this is your first episode, welcome to uh, Blood on the Sand. I don't know why you're starting on a, sec- a third part of a, of, a, of a multi-part series, but uh, we do... Fucked up stories in tropical locations. Beautiful locales. Beautiful locales with beautiful, vibrant red blood running down the sand. Yes, lovely. Today we are between Colombia and Miami with Griselda Blanco. We're continuing. Ooh. That's uh, going. I'm sorry, just the phrase Colombia to Miami with Griselda Blanco sounds like a rave. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a like an EDM cruise at this point. No, you like, idiot! It sounds like a 1996 MTV thing. Like, <laughs> like by Pauly Shore. Yeah, yeah Simon Welcome Rex. To Blood on the Sand, everybody, with with fucking Griselda Blanca. <laughs> That'd be pretty. Yeah, he was probably hopped up on some of her coke at oh, some point. Oh fuck! Ariana Grande is so yeah. fake. She should just have named herself Griselda Blanca for the cred. <laughs> That's I don't good. know. Be, is there going to be a Griselda Blanco like there is a Rick Ross of music? I mean, Lil Kim has mentioned her. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, there's been a couple. I, I, I actually w- uh, did a quick Wikipedia of her in popular culture. Well, I'm glad that you did some research, Bob. Trust uh, me, I didn't retain any major <laughs> plot points. I'll still be very surprised. But I did remember like that, and I think uh, uh, Nicki Minaj uh, shouted her out, too. Nice. So um, it's bringing it into the <laughs> girl to, boss to shit. new to new to new uh, new millennia. Right. I mean, yeah. There's a rapper, famous rapper named oh, yeah. Noriega, and yeah. that wasn't even a mob boss. That was a South American dictator. Right. And um, that's sort of a mob boss, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, but a way, actually, way more ambitious. Are you a mob boss when you're on the CIA payroll? Well, you're mm-hmm. part of the biggest mafia there is. There you go. The uh, the red, white, and blue. Speaking but of I, which, we're going to get to George yeah, Bush today. <laughs> awesome. I, I can only imagine. Let's get into Miami, dude. Yes. Uh, so today we're uh, covering a very brief period of time in Griselda's life, uh, just the Miami years. It's about six years. Oh. And if, if you're tuning in from last episode, you'll know that she's out of New York. Yes. She left New York. She and w- w- it may only be six years, but when you're on that much coke, you can get a lot done in six years. Yes. Where we left off is she, uh, she essentially set herself up for her big move from New York to Miami. Uh, by shipping a thousand kilos of cocaine in a navy ship, but only <laughs> nine hundred ninety-four got through. She was yeah. fucked, guys. Yeah, we got her. We got her, boys. We got, <laughs> we got the six ounces of, of cocaine dust. <laughs> we got their shake. Yes. <laughs> you want to clean it though? Hey, right? Captain, the boat is clean. It is perfectly clean. When <laughs> <laughs> I go in there, he's licking the ceiling. Just <laughs> like there's a little bit left right up there, man. <laughs> Commander One, do you have a runny nose? Are you feeling sick? No. I have really a runny excited. nose, but I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, now that Griselda has her 994 kilos of cocaine, she gets down to business, becoming the drug queen of Miami. Uh, she has the garment business in full operation in Colombia. And uh, sort of by now, too, they're not even producing the cocaine 
in Colombia anymore. They're, that's a starting off point. They're getting cheaper cocaine from Peru and Bolivia, hmm. getting it to Colombia where the uh, where the garment factories are sowing it in, and that that's. That essentially is that's like the main staple of trafficking. If you replace cocaine with in this story with literally any other natural resource, this just sounds like capitalism. That's just. (laughs) Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're making like ten million dollars off two pounds of coke, but we could be making like thirty million dollars off (laughs) two pounds of coke. We need to find more downtrodden people. Yeah. Just keep going south, frankly. (laughs) Just the farther south you go. Yeah, and Miami at this time is like a shithole, right? Yeah, it's a total hick town. Yeah, it's, like, it's there's nothing there. Nothing. It's the like the the Mutiny Hotel was like sort of becoming a like a hot spot for like the like the rich and famous, and not just like coke traffickers and stuff like that. But really, it's there's no nightlife really. There's like there's really no industry. Mm-hmm. The, the it's basically Tampa. Once yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once cocaine gets there though, that's like I think that it becomes it, it has like two thousand times more banks than anywhere in the world. Oh yeah, there's, gonna, there's <laughs> well you gotta launder that money somewhere and you don't wanna go to the Ozarks. Yeah. Like, and it went from yeah, from that to us like being like Nashville. Like to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Fucking nuts. Yeah. And one of the so and remember at the end of New York there is there's a, a DA investigation out on her actively this the whole time for the rest of the this episode there is a dea investigation on on her and she's skating by does she give a cheat she does not give a cheat uh, one according to Cobbs, one of the things that helps griselda escape detection is that her face has been so ravaged by cocaine that she was unrecognizable from her old photos <laughs> oh my god with the cocaine is the disguise yeah <laughs> jesus um so sometime in early 1978, uh, Griselda marries her third husband, Dario Sepulveda. He's oh, an this, indi- one's gonna, this one's gonna be this one's third, a doozy. Love, love eternal. Uh, he's an independent hitman and a bank robber. Um, and they, they, it must have been you know she must have been saving herself for marriage because she. <laughs> <laughs> they also have a child uh, on August 5th, 1978. Mm. So he's like 40. Yeah, 42. She, that's her last child, possibly, possibly the only one still alive. Uh, we're gonna find out some stuff in the last episode about was, what he's up to. And he's the good boy, though. He's he's sort of a good boy. Oh god, com- comparative. He's he's like the youngest one because he's. If you think about it now, he's about fifteen years younger than the right. other three brothers. Right. Um, uh, ten years younger than the youngest of the other ones. So her favorite movie is The Godfather. Her nickname is The Godmother. What the fuck do you think she named her kid? Um, oh man, uh, Don Cheadle. <laughs> You're really close. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be. Uh, well, definitely not Fredo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is not gonna be a Fredo Blanco. Uh, Guido, which sounds, which Guido sounds Blanco. Like a, it sounds like a sauce. Of Alfredo Blanco. <laughs> Alfredo Blanco. Oh, yeah, that is. That actually oh, does sound. Alfredo. That's yeah, because Alfredo's Blanco. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no. That would have been better. That would have been better. Actually, that Alfredo been sauce is the Fredo of Italian cuisine. That's it's true, like, yeah. Italians are like, what uh, the fuck is? Oh, what? it's like the mayonnaise it's of Italian cheese. food. It's <laughs> cheese. This is bullshit. But, but what she end up naming him? Uh, Michael Corleone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. 
Why not just name him Al Pacino? What so the fuck? His name is Michael Corleone Sepulveda Blanco. Oh, well, you know, you need eight names there. Well, it's, it's Latin, so you do the both last names. Oh, but. God. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, so Blanco. is his name Michael Corleone, or is it Michael middle name so Corleone? His middle name is Corleone. Oh, okay. So All he right. goes by Michael. <laughs> Blanco. Unlike uh, like the the fucking I don't know if you read that a few years back, but this guy named his son Adolf Hitler. That was his first name, Adolf Hitler. Like as one word? Yeah. Oh great. <laughs> yeah. How? So you can't even just be Adolf. It's like every every time somebody refers to you, that's a power move right there. It's like if you want to get my attention, you have to say Adolf Hitler loudly in public. Yeah. That's what you have to do. And then that's kind of what I thought. Then uh, like I'll pay attention, but everybody else is gonna look too. <laughs> That guy really didn't want that kid. <laughs> you can't just be like, hey, Adolf. He'll be like, that's not my name. It's not. You have to say the full thing. Yeah. To, uh, Unlike I'm Mr. Sorry, Bojangles, uh, you have to say the oh, full I'm name. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you talking to me? Adolf Hitler fucking Hernandez? Like, <laughs> remember you know, they're white trash, Bob. By the way, a little tie into this, though. Remember her dog's? Uh, she oh, had a dog right. named Hitler. Fucking dog's <laughs> name That's was right. Hitler. A dog named Hitler is a great remake of a Johnny Cash tune. <laughs> a dog named Hitler. So the well, last thing that son of a bitch did was name me Hitler. I, I have an excerpt from the the ridiculous uh, The Godmother book uh, uh, our here. Main source for so, the, the episode. Yeah, no. Oh, not at all the main source, but the main source for uh, fun and interesting quotes, because it is ridiculous and mostly made up, I think. Uh, but Max Mermelstein, he's one of he's a guy that ends up Max Mermelstein. Yes, that's a great fucking name. He's yeah, he's he's one of the he's actually one of um... the lawyers. But yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he he actually he's a kind of a freelance uh, pilot trafficker that works with Griselda, works with Pablo Escobar and stuff like that. He's one of the plane dudes. Oh, um, oh that's he's, like the coolest part of the supply chain. Yeah, he's working with Barry Seal. Uh, he was the the guy who ended up uh, putting cameras in his plane that ends up busting kind of the uh, the entire operation operation later on. Right now, this is just a friendly conversation between drug dealers. It's just a friendly about Griselda's uh, <laughs> new son. Uh, Max was shocked when he first met little Michael, Griselda's youngest son. Max, I would like you to meet Michael Corleone Sepulveda, my <laughs> youngest son. You mean Michael Corleone from The Godfather, the movie? Yes, that's the name. Dario and I saw the movie and we thought it was absolutely great. He's going to grow up just like Michael Corleone did. <laughs> Max shook his head and walked away. He wondered what Al Pacino would say if he knew what a powerful impact his performance had had on <laughs> Gisela Blanco and her husband. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, in that movie, I, 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 damn it, that movie. There's so much trash in that movie that oh, I yeah. get lost we'll, in the we'll quotes. Tack, we'll definitely mm. tackle that. If you enjoy hearing us talk about this movie, you should uh, subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Blood on the Sand. Well, we are going to be doing a whole commentary track of this terrible fucking movie. Uh, what's the name? It's again? called Cocaine Godmother, and it stars it's... Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes, uh, uh, for the Lifetime Network, because uh, what I think uh, historical accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> Gall darn it! I think Lifetime Network. and produced by Jennifer Lopez also. Oh, oh. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, if the, if, if if I can't expect the truth from somebody who made the album on the six, uh, the rocks that she got. 
were from Griselda Blanca. <laughs> yeah, if you if you She's like Jenny that. from the block. <laughs> Except if, if you've seen that video of J Lo returning to her old neighborhood and they don't remember oh, who, who she is. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, Who's Jenny from- Lopez? <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear that, uh patreon.com slash blood in the sand. Yeah. Thank you. Excellent. Um Thank, thank you for that, Mike. Good plug. Um, so me- remember last episode, the the murder of Alberto Bravo, her first husband. It's where she got the nickname the Black Widow. So it's we we know for a fact that she wasn't uh, present for the murder of Alberto because her hitman Chucho Bravo uh, establishes that she was uh, in I think uh, Cartagena at the time. Uh, but it actually may have been a hit by uh, Griselda. Uh, because after after Alberto is killed and when she marries Dario, a giant cocaine war and starts with Alberto's nephew Jaime Bravo. Is that like a food fight? But <laughs> <laughs> cocaine war, just throwing bricks. <laughs> yeah, at the wedding them. reception. Just <laughs> this is like a lot of fun. <laughs> it's like a pillow fight with bricks of coke. This is like a uh, a fucking winter wonderland in here. It's, it's crazy. Snow globe party. <laughs> We're just having such a good time at the at yeah, the like, drug wars. A cocaine wars sounds like fun. Uh, no, that Bob, was, it was a it was a it was, it was a fucking like, horrifically <laughs> bloody, but he's not wrong. It sounds like so much fun. It sounds like fun. And if you're in it, you're probably on a ton of cocaine. Oh, so man. it probably is fun Burn for you. Like what, like seeing some of that newsreel footage and like the bloody like aftermath, I was like, I could probably have a good time in this. Like just like hunting people down with like an Uzi on a motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see you and me just like they make video games about this, and they're the most popular video. Yeah, games Grand ever. Theft Auto, yeah. Vice City, especially <laughs> back much. then with like no video cameras or anything. No one gave like, it. Like, yeah, and it took like a year for the DEA to fucking figure. Wait, there's a bunch of Mexicans shooting each other. They're not all Mexicans. <laughs> I'm just saying there's something charming about a murder scene when when the murder happens as Take On Me is playing <laughs> in the background coming out of a club and it's current. Like it's a time in history. It's a snapshot on humanity, really. There's yeah. some detective that just gets scarred every time that song comes on because he's seen <laughs> so many murders to the tune of it. <laughs> yeah, I saw 28 dead bodies in a day or two. I hate that song. So there's the the problem right now is that there's too much competition in in the United States. The demand is is starting to get too high. Pablo Escobar is starting to come into prominence. Uh, there's the the Ochoa Brothers network exists, which they're actually bigger than Pablo Escobar, and so and that's one of the reasons that Griselda, if, if when she takes a turn in Miami, why it becomes so violent is not not only because a woman came in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not only is because she's like further along on like the bazookas and going crazy as a person, but right. just there is also more competition. So just there's more people are going to die in general. Um, <laughs> Bazooko needs to be the name of a lot of other things. Yeah, like nobody really does them anymore, but somebody needs to call something a bazooka because that's just a fun word. Well, there's the bazooka gum. I wonder if there's the. <laughs> no, it's totally bazooko. There's a big. It feels different. Mm, that's so, true. So we'll get to it. Griselda starts this habit of uh, I don't know how do I see this uh, being a bigger dirtbag than she already is. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, even by drug dealer standards, she'll buy coke from another supplier, and if she doesn't feel like paying them back, she'll just kill them. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's just good business. That's very yeah. good business. Well, the yeah, bullets are very cheap at this point. Yeah, like <laughs> as long as, yeah, if it's like a self defense class where the other people aren't shooting back then yeah. that's perfectly fine mm-hmm. um but the problem is is that this this causes 
a, a lot of problems and it, and it starts oh. to bring a lot of attention. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not enough silencers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the, all everything is happening right now under kind of all of these people are undocumented or they're drug dealers and things like the general public of America does not really know until April 23rd, <laughs> oh, 1979. Good when, always good when there's a date. <laughs> um, so the first of two uh, incidents occurs that brings both Griselda and cocaine trafficking to the national attention. One is called the Turnpike Shootout, and the <laughs> the other the Dayland Massacre. <laughs> Both are, sound like fun things. Those are those are names that you know they were big because those went through a few iterations. Those sound like revised, put together, <laughs> polished names. Oh, you want to hear? We're gonna get to a great name here in a second. Awesome. So the Turnpike Shootout happened when uh, some of Griselda's hitmen. Uh, one of them being Revi, uh, like the main hitman kind of through the story. Mm -hmm. They were chasing another guy. His name is Conrado Valencia Salgado. I just came. <laughs> and his nickname is El Loco. Oh, good name. <laughs> how, how, okay. There's a lot of El Locos. They share, this is a shared title yeah. of a guild. So yeah. they, they're chasing these two guys on a freeway and essentially end up they end up in a giant shootout on the side of a freeway like essentially as if we were like on 90 94 yeah. here um <laughs> yeah, just past dundee i don't know there's some wild shit going on i, I kind of sped by it like yeah. three motorcycles just shooting away <laughs> yeah a little excerpt from the book uh it only took 10 minutes for El Loco and Paneso to realize that they were being followed. El Loco leaned out of the window of the Audi and let off a burst from his silenced Mac-10 machine gun at his pursuers. The pursuers shot back. The shooting went on for 10 miles. <laughs> Here's the thing, 10 miles, how fast are they going? Because a shootout like that doesn't just like, we're in minute 13. I don't know how fast shooting. the bullets go. With both cars pushing their speedometer needles to the limit. This is 1982, so it's probably like at 60. Eight, yeah, like 80 miles per hour. That just means they had like a 20-minute shootout. Yeah. That's why this <laughs> is a big such deal. Such a long shootout to happen moving. <laughs> what neither Those are good drivers. What neither car realized was that a third car was behind them with an off-duty cop inside. <laughs> he oh, observed no. the entire shootout, but without radio, he was powerless to intervene. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm watching just like you with the radios out. Uh, yeah. Man, this is pretty wild shit, huh? Jeez, it's like, it's like living like Bob without a fucking <laughs> phone. Like, I, I, basically, he saw a shootout go on, and he just took the license plate numbers. <laughs> yeah. He's like, nope, nope. The mafia doesn't pay me enough as a police officer to prosecute this. So they essentially, like, they, get, they ex finally exit the turnpike. And they're still in the shootout. Then they get out of their cars at like the exit at the intersection, and they're just like having a shootout stopped now. How many shots? Could they, how much ammo yeah, how were they carry? There was I I don't have on this one on one of the later ones they 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 counted the number of bullets, but this one because it's out in the open, I don't think they had like walls with bullet holes and stuff like That's that. That's insane. But, <laughs> but yeah, there there is an innocent bystander in the middle of, of this. Battle of Verdun is oh. going on on an interstate, and they get. Uh, they get murdered. Yes. So oh, and and one of one of the guys in the car also gets murdered. Somehow in well, all of this, only one. Yeah. <laughs> one guy dies. What the fuck? One guy dies. 
Only one guy? How yeah. many? There was, there was two shooters in the car, two what shooters kinda, in the other car, right? What yeah. kind of crooked-ass used well, they're, they're, rusty they're rifles? Mac, silenced they, Mac-10s, yeah, actually, Mac are probably not very with, accurate. Yeah, no, yeah, they're no, that's one true. of the worst well, fucking also, guns in the wait world. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They're shooting it out on a fucking highway, yeah. and they're using silencers. At least one well, they of don't, them. Yeah, well, it's they just, don't want anyone to know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't want to make a spectacle of all this. That would be that would be a bit much. So what if they weren't speeding throughout the <laughs> just, they were still such bad shots. They were I can't literally afford right. another point on my license, man. <laughs> I just got my green card. God damn it, dude! <laughs> man, I, my license is expired, Holmes. <laughs> I'm gonna get in so much trouble, dude. <laughs> the the most understated 20 minute shootout on a highway of all time. Jesus. So and that this is all because of a dirtbag deal that Griselda did. She, no shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, she through one of her underlings bought forty kilos of coke, which was about three million at the time, and was uh, not paying it back to from the Panesso guy. Um, <laughs> it's like a backup free safety man. You can't yeah, stiff on that. He and he survived the turnpike shootout. What for? Uh, the silencer reason, I guess. So July 11th, <laughs> July 11th, the last one was April, July 11th, 1979. Why would you go out in public? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Panessa and his bodyguard are, are at the Crown Liquors at the Dadeland Shopping Mall, like an upscale shopping mall hey, in Miami. we got Miami. one of those at Wrigleyville. Oh, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> when a delivery van marked Happy Time Complete Party Supply pulls into the parking lot. <laughs> okay. Not, not suspicious in the least. I didn't know that these guys understood irony. I, this, that's pretty great. I just didn't know. I just didn't know they were using Japanese party supply guys. Yeah, does this super, super happy time liquor. Super happy peacetime fun wink. Not murder van at all. Don't worry. Don't no, look at us. Something gets lost in translation, but you get the idea. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I was like, it sounds like a game show, like a Japanese game <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> Hyper hard-boiled gourmet report. Super happy time not get murdered, Van. By the way, happy hard-boiled, that, that's a real show. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that yeah, sometime. Um, so only a couple people know this at the time, but the van is a war wagon stocked with automatic weapons, extra metal plates, welded on the side, and bulletproof jackets <laughs> over the windows. Super happiest all-time fun time yeah. glitter arsenal. Making it a murder. Murdering candy store. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. No one knows exactly who is in it. Even in the police reports, you get two. They either think it was two pairs of people or a mix of people. Uh, it's either Pancho Viega Hernandez and Carlos Ramirez or Rivi Ayala and Paco Sepulveda, one of Dario's brothers. I imagine it's probably Rivi. And one of her sons is apparently also involved. Dixon, the oldest one. Right. Oh, yeah. He, he's starting. He's already, he's already actually like kind of he's solid. He's yeah. he's going up in the ranks. Yeah. No concerns with him. We're going to start getting into her other sons. Oh, though, a few concerns. That don't Uber? have their shit as well together. Because ah. <laughs> Ubers are like gringo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I love. I 
how how oh god this is the best story just that last five minutes yeah the, the story i want to get into the shootout though. the shootout has a better story around it like, uh two of the uh, so the two of the dealers slash assassins get out of the van one is a silenced 380 uh which is and the other one has an unsilenced mac 10 what's the <laughs> fucking point yeah like, <laughs> like what the- imagine being the guy with the silencer and then your buddy pulls out his gun god there's no silence he's like oh oh i'm sorry am i overdressed <laughs> I you can have def- a war wagon. <laughs> I can see Rivy with the silencer because he's like the he's professional. He's like the real he's like the real deal killer in this mm-hmm. whole fucking story. It's like when you're out and he's going to be his his ending is so <laughs> awesome. He is, he is such a fucking professional. I just love that. I just yeah. So it's so <laughs> so this this, this uh, two thirds of the the fucking three stooges here. <laughs> they enter Crown Liquor and open fire on their two friend slash rivals, uh, spraying the store and parking lot on their way out. So they they go in, they shoot, and then just like shoot on their way out in yeah. a panic. Yes, uh, as they <laughs> as they ran away, you could hear. Uh, I don't know that much. What is a 380? That's a that's a revolver, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's. I think it was uh, made to be like semi-automatic or automatic. But yeah, because yeah, I don't think you can put a silencer in a revolver. Yeah. I get. There are. I looked that really? up. Yeah. There are. There are revolvers with silencers. You looked that up. You looked that up a long time before What's we started this like? po- Way way before we started <laughs> this podcast. That's actually. Thank you, Bob. Again with a good prediction. <laughs> Yeah, they'll be playing this when you get nailed for some mass shooting. Our, our dummy theory here that uh, Rivy's the guy with the uh, revolver with the silencer on it, mm-hmm. and the other guy's an idiot, is probably right because yes. he's like, because sh- like you don't fucking just f- randomly you're not shoot flailing around with a, around with a revolver unless, unless you're, but you are with a Mac 10 that doesn't have a silencer <laughs> when you're trying to do like a stealth in the middle of the day murder <laughs> in a like, liquor store. It's like, look, I've got a job to do, but I well, like to party. And that's also, again, really professional. You use a revolver yeah. so that there's no shell casings. There's nothing. Yeah. All there is is dead bodies and bullets. <laughs> So, yeah, and dead bodies. Panesso and his bodyguard are dead. Uh, two store employees were wounded. So oh. even hey. then, you can't even kill everyone in the store. Hey, uh. you know, like maybe they're innocent. Yeah, cops say between 60 and 85 rounds were fired. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're going to get there in a bit. It's I, I think it's hilarious that they brought the war wagon for this. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, Hang on, we got to go get supplies. Stay right here. There's, uh, yeah, what the... in. In the poli- the newspaper account later, they say the bodies look like Swiss cheese. Uh, <laughs> the the two assassins drop the war wagon uh, a few blocks away, switch cars, and uh, they partied for like five straight days. And they go down to Medellin and they just go coke to the walls. Well, uh, of course, <laughs> they just they just put enough holes in bodies. Like after you do that, it's like, well, I'm spent. Time to go to bed. Well, they also know there's like heat on them and stuff like yeah. that. So I think it starts off as a celebration, and then they're like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> they pull a Grand Theft Auto. Why did they leave the war wagon? The I. The if you're that high on blow, well, you, you so miss you, you invent like a tank and you build it and mm-hmm. you make it and you put a funny name on it. And then you leave it two blocks away. And then you just away. leave it there. And it was yeah. stocked. It was still stocked with like AKs and machine guns and grenades and stuff <laughs> like that. Feeling, I get the feeling that you guys haven't done enough coke in your lives. <laughs> and I guess if you have millions upon millions of dollars every week, yeah. like you know who what? gives a shit? Actually, again, Bob actually probably had a good prediction. They they probably left it thinking like, we'll just leave the thing. Yeah, because it's not that big of a deal. We just and murdered two guys. And no like, one saw this happy time go, party supply. 
That's not suspicious. By the way, oh. They had a happy time party supply in their noses. The, I, on the pictures, uh, maybe I can put this up on the Instagram. So one one on one side, it says happy time complete party supply. And the other side says complete happy time party supply. They got oh, the name wrong got, on alternating signs. <laughs> it wasn't a real thing anyway. I wouldn't give a fuck either. Yeah, and they don't speak. And it's, English is their second language. Yeah, but you can see that the wait. Well, this was in Miami. <laughs> wait, well, this was in Miami. Yeah, this is in Miami. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, all in Miami. Yeah. I mean, this whole episode five is in Miami. I'm just double checking because like it's Florida. The white people don't know English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you think they went in and out of it looking for clues before they're like, wait, hang on a minute. There's a lot of guns in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still staring at the name. <laughs> Wait, is this registered to a militia? Not a militia. This is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is weird. Wait, these aren't Second Amendment people? Well, we need to look into this. I hear they're brown and coffee. Yeah. So, Dadeland Mall is popular. It's a nice part of town. It's broad daylight. This is unnecessarily public. It draws national attention to what was a local problem um, quickly getting out of hand. Uh, so, cocaine at the time, this was the period where cocaine was thought to be harmless, not addictive. It's like coffee. Uh, no one th- and no Kinda. one at all thinks of all the crime involved of their shitty disco music orgies until now. Uh, but there's uh, lots of innocent bystanders shot in these two events. So, like, like news, like national news pieces are like start being done on all this stuff. That is not good for yeah. cocaine dealers and also they're staying alive with each other because especially if you're Griselda and you're bringing heat to the whole operation, this is bad. Um, so the 60 to 85 bullet holes are said to be the first shots fired in the successful drug war. Um, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh first... man, if I can think of any war that's gone great for America, man, the one on drugs is the one I think of. Yeah, yeah. it's right up there with mission accomplished. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, it was on the same fucking battleship t- that had the six kilos. <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> so 1980... From April to October, the Marielito boat lift happens. Uh, that was a mass emigration of Cubans who traveled from uh, Cuba's Mariel Harbor to the United States in 1980, uh, between 8, April 15th and October 31st. The Carter administration uh, struggled to develop a consistent response to the immigrants, and many of the refugees had been released from jails and mental health facilities in Cuba. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're tired, you're poor. Your huddled masses yearning to quiet the voices in their brain. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Estimates assert that Cuban refugees uh, included uh, 27 hardened criminals out of 125,000, which is not too bad, but that's also 3,000 hardened (laughs) criminals that also went through the communist war um, that are now on criminal payrolls. Um, (laughs) Essentially, robbery and murder from... 79 to 81 goes up 150% in Miami. Well, of course, crime's going to go up because it's a communist revolution. The people leaving are the hardcore capitalists, and we know that those are criminals. (laughs) (laughs) That makes perfect sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah. In 1981... Uh, Griselda is rumored to have been murdered during an assassination attempt in Miami. Wait, uh, was she? <laughs> I hope not. And and a, and a coffin arrives in 
Columbia and everything like that. And it's a very elegant coffin. And again, so this is everyone is rumored. So like the news, even from the time is like a, literally the news is a coffin arrived today. <laughs> it is rumored to be Griselda Blanco and no one knows. But so she either like set up an elaborate ruse to fake her death in 1981 to like get some heat off of her <laughs> or maybe in she traveled in a coffin <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god oh my god no i think she said of the ruse but i <laughs> Uh, it's well, just you so. You gotta think somebody had to be in that coffin. Like, you gotta think they're like, well, this is lighter than usual. Like, <laughs> well, what I thought, I thought it was gonna be like a power move. Like, I, I forget, like, I don't like, know like if it's a movie. The coffin opens, it's like, nice try, asshole. You're no, no, dead. No, 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 no. I thought it was gonna be like a, it's like a movie or a video game or something. Someone puts, like, dynamite in a coffin. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a funeral, and then, like, all the drug kingpins all come in and it blows up and kills everybody you know, yeah. like it pull a titanic move where like you just kill or maybe a it's bunch like, of rich families yeah maybe it's a one coffin tet offensive <laughs> just like, you can only do this a, once you can real. only do it one time we didn't really get the logistical chain of uh, uh of, of supply uh put together we were on coke yeah uh, <laughs> they did that in uh last action hero Okay, that's where I'm the, thinking. The fart. Yeah, Vinny the, the fart. The, 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 <laughs> the uh, on to top pass of the gas building. One more time. <laughs> uh, summer of 1981. Uh, drug kingpin Octavio the Mattress Mejia. <laughs> Wait a minute. They call him Octavio the Mattress. It's like, don't fuck with this guy. They couldn't even come up with a good name. <laughs> what kind of weird shit does this guy do? They could have called him Octavio the fucking Achilles tendon severer. Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, he does shit weirder than that. We just call him the Mattress. Yeah, people land him. Hey, folks. Andre Hashem here with Blood on the Sand. Just wanted to thank you all on behalf of Mike Johnson and Bob Keen for each and every one of your listens. For everyone that's given us a rate, review, or follow, you are our saviors. I even wanted to thank every one of you for all of your unsolicited advice in the DMs. Guess what? There's a great place for that. Make it public. Give us five stars. If you've made it this far, you know you like what we do. All we ask is you give us a follow if you listen on Spotify. Give us five stars if you listen on Apple. Hell, tell us we're garbage and inappropriate in a review. Write it in excruciating detail because you know what? As people, you'd be right. But as a podcast, you know more people should be listening. So please, for their sake, the unknowns and ours, also the unknowns. Help bump us up the charts so all this time researching and making horrific things funny and entertaining for you can be worthwhile. Follow our five stars. We don't know how it works. We just know that's how it works. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Yeah, so <laughs> Octavio uh, Mejia is murdered inside the Pan, Pan American Mall in South Florida in Miami. Uh, <laughs> after his son uh, starts an offshoot drug network in New York against Griselda's wishes, and he has his entire 11-member 11, 11 crew also killed by Griselda. Jesus. <laughs> That's why they called him the mattress. Wait, yes. wait, wait. This her son's 11-member crew? No. Oh. So uh, it just it, this is one of her murders. We're going to oh, just yeah. get into some yeah. cool murder stories oh, slick, slick. Uh, on, on this progression in Miami. So uh, he's a rival drug kingpin, uh, Octavio Mejia. He's essentially one of Griselda's competitors. Uh, okay. He has sons about Griselda's age. He's murdered inside uh, the Pan American Mall in Miami after his son... Luis starts an offshoot drug network in okay. New York 
against Griselda's wishes because she still has territory up there. Griselda didn't want her rival's son to open mm-hmm. up the. Oh, okay. well, she still like basically was his babysitter. It was like I'm taking away all your toys. Which... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Griselda's and put like him in that. Time out. <laughs> Griselda yeah. is a constant fucking pain in the ass to anyone who is around her. Just a real nanny drug kingpin. You yeah. know what I mean? No, what you you're doing it all wrong. No, you have to do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I will tell your parents about this when they get home. I'm going to shoot you in the face with a fucking revolver. Yeah. I swear <laughs> to God. And you're going to you just remember the Megia name because this is coming back in one of the most fun, <laughs> one of the most fun, violent crimes I've ever come across. Oh. <laughs> and we talked about Chopper Reed. Yeah, All right, I'm this into is, this. Um, so her three sons are starting to get into the business, and uh, Osvaldo, being really young, causes problems. Um, people don't respect him. They think he's a pushover. One such guy, Nestor Garcia, goes as far as stealing coke from Osvaldo. He essentially gets fronted it and refuses to pay it back. He, they call him the Chuchu. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other guy. That's Chucho. Chucho. Not La Cucha. Yeah, um, Cucha. Yeah, and so and just to give a little rundown on what the kid one, what Griselda's kids are doing now that these people are infringing on apparently what they're doing. So Dixon represented the family in San Francisco. He was moving about six hundred and sixty pounds of coke a month. Um, Uber represented the family he along the with Uber Griselda in Miami. Uh, he was moving about four hundred and forty pounds a month, and Osvaldo. Uh, he was out in between Miami and LA and he was moving a lot. Uh, he was uh, moving about a thousand pounds of coke a month. Damn. <laughs> but classic because, youngest sibling syndrome. Yeah, he's but the problem is is he's kind he's a little he's a little uh, he's a little crazy and Oh he's fucking nuts. That's yeah, that's gonna get that's <laughs> gonna get him into some other people into some trouble a little bit. Uh oh. Nestor was taking cocaine from Osvaldo. Uh, Osvaldo tells his mom. <laughs> so Grevy <Mom. laughs> does surveillance. <laughs> Jesus. He was the one they thought was soft? Yeah. yeah no oh, kidding. What a fucking mom, pussy. Mom, they're, 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 they're taking my <laughs> turf, mom. <laughs> Do you know who my mom is? She's good. You're going to get in trouble. She's your boss. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is is that nah. it is effective because she- Of course it is because she's- Griselda's fucking nuts. Yeah. If there's one thing that, to learn from this, if you tell Griselda to murder somebody, she's going to go fucking murder them. Yeah, so she sicks Revy on him. Uh, he does surveillance on the drugstore, and he, like, kind of to make Osvaldo, like, kind of also earn his stripes and make up for his mistakes, brings him along on the hit with him. So Rivy they- brought him? Rivy brought your- Osvaldo. Okay, okay, He's like, look, right. you're going to... Griselda like, didn't tell... Maybe. I don't know. Griselda, okay. out- <laughs> Griselda outsourced her uh, bring your son to work day. Yeah. No, I can def- I can definitely see Rivy doing that because he's... I fucking love Rivy. He's the most charming person. He is so... He's like the chopper of the story. We should have just did him. Yeah. They, 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 they spot Nestor uh, outside of a drugstore that he owns. That's his drug fence is selling cocaine out of a drugstore. Smart. A little, a little on, on the nose, so to speak. Yeah. Then a bunch. Uh, Rivi, uh, Rivi and Osvaldo are set up with a sniper rifle. They... <laughs> They don't have a silencer on it. What? 
I don't They're think they already have. They're at a well, drug front called a drug store. Everything's so, yeah. kind of on the level at this point. They they shoot they shoot Nestor in the head. Uh, his in the in the police report it says it, his head went back into the left. I immediately went JFK. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you would. Um, it was so it was a 45 caliber bullet out of the sniper rifle. No silencer. The drugstore is right next door to a police station. <laughs> oh my <laughs> what? god. Hang on. You mean to tell me there was a drug front store called a drug store next to the police station? Yes, sir. Jesus Christ. That's amazing. I Holy imagine like shit. one after that after the murder and everything, they go into the evidence locker, they're like Wait a second. We're in the drugstore. Yeah, this is the door to the drugstore in here. It's like Narnia into... Yeah. <laughs> you're just pulling out coke. Cocaine yeah. Narnia! <laughs> so they have to speed away. It's like Stargate, but instead of Egyptians, it's just Cubans that won't stop talking. They're Colombian, Bob. Don't be racist. Everybody was on blow. It was, the, it was 1980. Yeah, um... So they had to speed away and they switch cars and get away. But I, I did think that that was kind of like a fun little. That that is <laughs> that's fun. That's the most fun thing. That's like a it's like a video game move. Yeah. Like that's like awesome. a lazy video game move. Like like if someone told me that, I'd be like, so there's a drugstore where there's a there's a drug front called drugstore next to a police department. I'm just imagining a Monty really? Python skit, but instead of going into the pet store with the dead parrot, <laughs> he's just like, "This is not a kilo of cocaine. That's a kilo of cocaine, and it's a drugstore." Yeah, I don't think they had silencers back then that would fit sniper rifles. I yeah. think I don't think the technology was there yet. <laughs> Like, they got there. They're just <laughs> like, we're across the street. We're in Miami. Like, they could have put a potato on it, I guess. <laughs> the Coke bottle. They had to have figured out something. Yeah. What, a waste pillow. A, <laughs> what, waste a good potato? Come on now. They could have used uh, Oswaldo's head or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just saved him a few more years yeah. of pain. Yeah. Oswaldo's not done getting into trouble, oh, by I the know. way. He's, he's, he's a bit of a... He's, he's the one that's retarded, right? Use his skull as a silencer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he... He now he tries to do the the whole like I'm gonna get a front from a guy and not pay it back to someone. So now he does that to someone else. We don't know exactly who, but he's that person now has a hit out on Osvaldo, and he's running around town looking for a place to hide. He tries to hide at uh, Chucho Castro's house. Uh -huh. The the hitman Griselda's hitman who we had an interview from him earlier. Oh right. Uh, they grew up together. They like he was one of her earliest hitmen. Um. But Chucho kicked him out. Apparently, Osvaldo branching out had, uh, oh, yeah, here it is, had stolen from one of his suppliers and was looking for Chucho's help while they hunted him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the matter of fact. Well, hey, Chucho, him. you know this fucking, pre pi this fucking prick is Waldo? Uh, yeah, what about him? I'm looking for him. Uh, he's definitely not here. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so <laughs> jaunty music behind all this. <laughs> so some people say Chucho denied him entry to the house. Some say he threw him out by kicking him in the butt in the process. Uh, some say that Chucho put a hit on Osvaldo, uh, so that the hitmen wouldn't also come after Chucho. It's very confusing. It's very muddled, but ultimately Griselda mad at Chucho. <laughs> oh, Bad man. person to be mad at. Yes, this is intolerable to her. So she sends Rivi back out to send a message. So Rivi tracks down Chucho in Miami, 
February 7th, <laughs> 1982. <laughs> date. It was a date. It's not good. Not good. Chucho. Not good, not good for Chucho. No. <laughs> it's bad for it's bad. Chucho. Bad for a La couple people. So. Violencia. <laughs> yeah, like that period ever stopped. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Chucho Castro is driving with his two-year-old son, Johnny, oh, just a uh, leisurely drive, uh, when Reevy uh, pulls up on a motorcycle. They so, Well, some... Okay, here's the thing. Again, conflicting things. We get motorcycle, and some people say a white panel van. Yeah. Um, actually, I'll go with white panel van, because that's what Chucho says in a phone call. Okay. So Reevy pulls up in a white panel van. The panel opens. Three men uh, appear, and Reevy shoots several times into Chucho's car. Chucho instinctively ducks down, and the bullets pass right over him. Uh-oh. Unfortunately oh, no. for Johnny, uh, two oh. of the bullets hit him right in the head. Oh. Yeah. Reevee sees this, and as they drive off, he knows we missed. Griselda is going to be pissed. <laughs> we, the most tragic <laughs> rhyme in all time. And yeah, Wait a minute. Yeah. When they go back and tell her she is furious... But then she settles down a little bit when they tell her they did manage to kill the two-year-old boy. Oh, well, at least... Oh, God. It's just a boy. Yeah. It's, it's you boy. have to kill the seed or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, this is a quote from a, a police report or a cop later. Uh, they they pulled up alongside him when he was on Dixie Highway south of Dadeland. He sees a van pull up next to his. The sliding door opens and there's three guys with a machine gun shooting. He leans forward. The kid's sitting on the armrest. It was a Toronado, brand new Toronado. When he goes forward, the kid gets hit twice in the face. He falls to the floor. He's able to get away from them in traffic. So he speeds away from the shooting he later says he didn't even look to his right didn't hear any sound and he saw blood on the windshield so he knew what would happen blood or what had happened that's the next uh, <laughs> that's next <laughs> blood on the windshield this, this story thing. gets a little weird yeah um the next morning two-year-old johnny's body is found wrapped outside of a muslim temple in miami cleaned and wrapped in white uh, Chucho later says he left him there thinking it was the church where Johnny was baptized, which was across the street. <laughs> it was four o'clock in the morning when he left the body there. It was too he, dark to tell. Again, he was on a bunch of blow. Like, you can mistake. Yeah. Also, that seems like a tense intersection to leave your kid at. It's like, yeah, we're across the street from, you know, what's been happening. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's a rough one. I, I was going to ask if uh, Chucho was a Colombian. Yes, Chucho's Colombian. He's okay. he knows Griselda since from when they were teenagers. He's one of the first yeah. people. In, we, we had the uh, interview with him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, the, and this is also this is the first of his sons to be murdered by Griselda. Three of his sons end up being <laughs> killed by Griselda Christ. in the drug war. <laughs> What's, Does he keep just, working with her? No. Okay, <laughs> I didn't think so. Child murder, a new hope. <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine he would be. Um, <laughs> He's like, man, why'd you got to do that? Well, I got two more. So Tucho leaves Johnny's body at the church, or what he thinks is the church, because he's on a John Wick mission for revenge now. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, I killed my perro. <laughs> so uh, Tucho calls the police a few days later, because uh, now he wants the body back. There's also like a national manhunt for whoever the person was who left this dead child outside of a mosque. <laughs> as, there, as there tends to be. <laughs> yeah, there's an article in the New York Times about it. Jeez. Well, like, think about it. Like, everything that's going on in that area, like, all these, like, 
drug crime and everything, and like you just have a random dead boy. Yeah. In a, in a mosque, it's like what? Now the Muslims are selling drugs. <laughs> it's just like just say like they haven't seen anything in a swaddling clothes other than kilos of cocaine for months. <laughs> Oddly enough, still delivered to the mosques and churches <laughs> of <laughs> Miami-Dade County. Weird, but they got away with it. They, they keep the kid in the evidence room instead of the morgue. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out <laughs> he used his dead kid as a mule. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, when Chucho calls in uh, asking, uh, identifying, but also asking for the body back. Uh, <laughs> no, no questions asked, I'm sure. <laughs> the, the, quote, the, the cops recorded the call. Uh, and uh, one of the things he says is, uh, when they meet up with me, <laughs> they're going to kill me. I'm going to take a few of them with me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the two-year-old. This, uh, <laughs> this, uh, this is uh, some pretty Scarface shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you read the title of this episode, but this is pretty much, yeah, the Scarface episode. <laughs> I'm into it. This is, and we're actually, we're having... We're, we're coming up on one of the stories that was kind of used in Scarface. Absolutely. Um, I'd be surprised if she, had, Cuban refugees. if she had another kid, she'd name him Tony Montana Blanco. <laughs> After Michael I, Corleone, she would go Tony Montana. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she would be like, wait a second, dear. <laughs> Maybe he's, she'd go Sonny. It's familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, no. She'd be mad because they didn't make it violent enough or something. Yeah. <laughs> I totally murder kids. Don't you fucking. She you didn't made... put anything in there about murdering she, kids. She, she, and you the... made me a man. She could, no, she could have been the uh, she could have been the Arlie Ermy of uh, <laughs> Scarface. Just brought it as a consultant. It's like, you know what? You play the role pretty oh, well. Oh, that would have been rough. <laughs> Don't work she with She plays tokens. a detective. <laughs> like that has like two lines. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Tuto does go on a bit of a little rampage. So Griselda's nice. uh, sister Olga is executed in front of a prison uh, back in Colombia uh, when she was visiting someone almost immediately after this. Is a clear uh, retribution for the hit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'm certain this will go unanswered. So. Now, Griselda knows it's Chucho, uh, but the murder of a two-year-old is so public, draws so much attention to her and the pressure on the police to crack down that she essentially pissed off everyone. So now everyone, because of this, is now against her. Even so though every family is gunning for her. Yes. Do we know what family Chucho is with? He is well. He's kind of independent now. He was okay. working for her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was asking if like he went back to work for because I thought that he was right. Her, her like hitman. He he went to work for her and then he was working for Osvaldo, and okay. then he essentially got freelanced because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some shit went down. Yeah. Okay. So um, downsized. And, but the thing is, Chucho is still alive to this day. Like, as I said, yeah, we, no, we he's got we have information. He's strangely at peace. I guess we got on the phone. He's strangely at peace with things now. Which Well, hitmen usually are because they aren't, like, in the business. They just kill for the business. Right. Like, uh, fucking, what's his name? Iceman. Like, he, I thought you were saying like, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a killer in the business. He's not actually in the business. Yeah, so May 26, 1982. Uh, Griselda had fronted $250,000 worth of cocaine to Alfredo Lorenzo, who is late paying it back. So she sends, who do you think? Rivi. <laughs> <laughs> he gets yeah. shit done. To kill the guy, his wife, Griselle, and uh, also all three of their children. Three children? Yes. Wow. So they do 
kind of that. They they go in while the kids are watching television in the other room and the two parents are having dinner. Revi and two other hitmen enter the house. They murder the two parents. They shoot them both in the face. And one of the hitmen is walking over to the living room to shoot the kids. And Revi puts a gun to his head and says, no, not the kids. Like, that's where we're... He's yeah. starting to get tired of all the murder. Well, you know, <sighs> what really could have fixed this problem was a good... Family dinner together. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Are what, they what were the kids family doing? Dinners together? What were the kids doing? What were the kids doing watching TV? Yeah. You know what? Those are bad parents. That's, they deserve to get shot in the face. But it's sa- TV saved their life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't get murdered. They didn't. So Reevee okay. puts the guy. He's he's the top hitman. So if you put yeah. the guns to your head and he says, "Don't kill the kid," you don't. You're kill not. The, you don't yeah. kill the kid. Do you think <laughs> as that, much as you'd like <laughs> to? Do you think the fallout with Chucho is the reason why Rivi is uh, getting sick of the murder? I, I think I think overall the yeah killing the two year old probably is weighing on him. He he talks about that a little bit later in Cocaine yeah. Cowboys. But I think just the quantity, the sheer number of murders that he's doing, and that will play hilariously into a little thing in a couple note cards. If you just give me give Griselda me that. in dealing with her hitmen ignored the the one of the first laws of pimping. Right. Which is, you know how many miles you've got on your hoe. Right. And he, he tried get, to, she Ruby's tried to run to the him. the end of it. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, she tried to run him past his miles. Yeah. That's, Can't do it. You gotta, like, it's like, that's yeah, that's exactly, your bottom that's, bitch. That's, but that's like, actually very insightful. That is a yeah. very on <laughs> this is, point. This is why we keep you on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you only the, send a comedian to so many open mics. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Revi is starting to reach. Yeah, he's his- sick of this shit, so he uh, put a gun to his head. Um, so, so they spare the kids. Um, when they go back, they tell Griselda they did the murder, uh, but they didn't kill the kids. Griselda is furious. Uh, when the cops arrive, the kids are playing with their parents' dead bodies in a pool of blood. <laughs> now maybe you should have killed the kids. Jesus uh, Christ! What the fuck? Hang on a minute. And they what grew those- up to be Jeffrey Dahmer. And- <laughs> <laughs> they, but they were so. A couple of them were so young they didn't understand. The cops said that they were like they didn't understand They're that they like were babies. dead, so they were playing with uh, the parents, trying to be like, "Wake up! Wake up!" Oh. <laughs> Very sad. Ha ha. <laughs> Maybe you should have killed the kids. I prefer to think of them as like cats eating their owner's face or something. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was just so, for my comfort. Yeah, that's that's May 26, nineteen eighty two. So that's that's one of the stories that's used in uh, Scarface late, like in later in the movie when they're in New York. Where they're playing and they have the with the blood of their parents. Yes, <laughs> no. I remember that. I remember that scene. No, when he. Uh, <laughs> When he had to kill the politician. Or yeah, whatever. when he was going to kill the politician, they put the bomb under the car, and he's like, no kids. No so kids, man. <laughs> um, also, one anecdote I did forget. So when she murdered, uh, when she ordered Chucho Castro's son, or when she ordered Chucho Castro murdered, and they killed his two-year-old son by accident. So Chucho and his wife, I saw an interview with them later, say that Griselda ca- came to the funeral for the Johnny, the two-year-old, okay. when they finally held it, and broke down weeping. Because she wanted because to kill that kid. No one, because it wasn't like a no one. It's like not overtly stated that Griselda ordered the hit, so she's pretending like she didn't oh, do it. Oh wow! So she starts weeping and then fake faints, <laughs> and they have to carry her out of the church. She James Browned Jeez. the funeral of the two-year-old she had murdered. Yeah, is that what you're telling yes. me? Yes. Yeah. They, they put a, a cape over her and shit while they're playing. Get up like a sex machine. <laughs> is that what I'm? T- wow. 
How how would you feel to be Chucho sitting in the front row watching all this unfold and you're just like this fucking bitch? Do you laugh at a certain point? <laughs> like is it just like I should just fucking kill her? This, what, what am I do? I have guns. She, she did it just to troll him. It was like I know you can't say shit, so I'm gonna be extra as fuck. Yeah, That's, especially then it's like you can't. She's untouchable. That is the most cold blooded yeah. shit. So September fifteenth, nineteen eighty two. Aspiring drug lord Luis Magia. Remember, remember the the son. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He is stabbed at Miami International Airport, <laughs> but miraculously survives. Oh, this gets better. So Griselda had requested specifically that he be stabbed with a World War II bayonet. <laughs> that is a Hitler's co- bayonet. That is a cocaine. It was- that is a cocaine idea, straight up. <laughs> this bitch is a cocaine. Jesus Christ! I've heard some shit like that, and it's only at four a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stab him ten times at the airport with a bayonet. He lives. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. We, of course, we let him through security. With it's a, it's a, it's an antique. It was an antique. Yeah. No, it was like 40 years old. This is old. my father's bayonet, uh, World War II bayonet. Well, it's a Nazi one. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it probably was. Yeah, it's, no, they I, say World War II bayonet, but it's, it's like... a Nazi. Mm, <laughs> I don't remember... It's got an eagle on it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that I just want... That that rounds out the Mejia family, because remember, she killed his dad a couple Jeez. note cards ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then she put tried to 10 kill the holes kid. in him. Yeah. Um, so... 1983, we don't know exactly when, but Dario, Dario Sepulveda, Griselda's husband, and Griselda have a dispute. So No think, kidding. That, think, much, <laughs> that much coke in a Latin American household, yeah, there's going to be arguments in, in, with couples. Yeah. So things are too violent in Miami. Also, there is a lot of cocaine around, so he's kind of gotten a blonde American girlfriend. He he the wants dream. to go he wants to go back to Colombia, take Michael with him and j- because it's safer. Yeah. Uh, and just really the more insane decision to make when your wife is Griselda. <laughs> she does not want her son to be raised by another woman. Um, so there's a hilarious scene where <laughs> where Griselda's hitman, Rivi, is like a dog in a breakup where Dario is like, no, come with me. She's too dangerous. And she's like, no, come with me. I won't make you do any more murders. You could just be my driver. <laughs> <laughs> I get a feeling that he's going to take a left when he should have taken a right. Well, he chooses Griselda, which is probably a good call because oh, yeah, he's he still lived. alive to yeah. this day. <laughs> like, he would have been dead. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't necessarily want to do any more murders, but he doesn't want to get murdered. Want to be one. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't yeah. want to be a murderer. I just, when I when I came across that, I just, I saw a dog just like, yeah. hmm? 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 but, but. Like one, one of them has a toy, but he loves the other one more. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to rem- trying to remember who gave him treats more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Treats, yeah. So this all goes to shit, and Dario actually really? does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't just work out. Oh man! Well, you know, <laughs> and that's the final episode. I'm disappointed, <laughs> but you know, I respect your decision, and we're both gonna just uh, go straight now. We, yeah, uh, we work in offices. So Dario actually does take Michael and go back to Colombia. Um, part of it is, yeah, again, that he's concerned that Michael is going to get uh, killed in an attempt 
for people to kill her. So right. he's just trying to remove the child. And ironically, I think I remember some detail about this. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> summer of 1983, Dario is pulled over by motorcycle policemen and, and in Colombia and placed in handcuffs. One of them, oddly, looks like Rivi. <laughs> <laughs> You look familiar. And Michael Corleone is in is in the the, the passenger and Michael seat. Michael Corleone is in the passenger seat. Um, so the top the cops ask Dario to get out of the car. He gets out. They handcuffed him, but he started to run. The cops opened fire fire and shot Dario right in front of the kid. Little Michael was screaming and ran over to embrace his father. But by the time he got the there, Dario was dead. The execution was done on the orders of Michael's mother. That shocking is. Uh, <clears throat> You know Official what? Official record. Again, <laughs> another plug for the Patreon. Uh, when we talk about this movie, that is done very differently. <laughs> oh my God! Well, one scene of many. Yeah, <laughs> done very differently. So and I didn't know about that until this moment. The only uh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> chilling. So. There's no way to know for sure, but a couple sources did say this, so I'm including it. Um, they said that Griselda wanted Dario executed in front of Michael specifically <laughs> so the boy would understand the consequences of being unfaithful to women. <laughs> Girl boss! <laughs> I definitely can see that. She you know, Beyonce came out with lemonade, but this is seems like a lot. <laughs> that's, that's also why they put him in handcuffs and took him away from the car so that they could kill him safely, but in front of Michael still. Oh, <laughs> well, there's that mother's thinking yes. of the child. Yes. Favorite. She also kills eight strippers that were rumored to have been sleeping with Dario. <laughs> God damn, that fucking sucks. El Elon Nordgren ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put Griselda on the fucking $20 bill. Ah! <laughs> 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 um, all right, here's a... So, she's... <laughs> she's very protective of her sons, though. Right. Okay, so Uber was going out with a very waspy girl in Miami. Uh, she was from a prominent family, and her father told her that she didn't want... Her, he didn't want her going out with a spick, so she dumped Uber. Uh-oh. Uber told her mother... Oh, by the way, I Holy forgot. Holy shit, I thought this was this one is of the spider. untrue parts. I thought this spider. was one of the untrue parts <laughs> about the movie. Holy shit. Go ahead. Yeah, this no, is, this is, no, this is this is real. Uh, I forgot also that Uber's name is Espider. Espider. <laughs> so Espider told his mother, and Griselda ordered um, one of her gunmen to kill the old man. Uh, his name is Jaime. So Jaime drove out to the house and shot him, went back to the house and bragged, uh, about how easy it was, and everyone congratulated him. <laughs> Good job, so, and easily murdering a man that didn't see it coming. Right, and <laughs> that's that's the commonly known story. It's, oh it's no, mostly true. Oh. I don't have a, I don't have a, a. So what really happened is that the woman, the woman's mother, made them break up and called the cops, saying that her daughter was going out with someone who was the son of a drug dealer. The cops recruited the daughter. She didn't even know. She was just racist. No, <laughs> no, no. no. It, gets, it, they, it gets real fucked up. The, do, the cops recruited, the, the feds recruited the daughter to wear a wire with Uber. And, have, and the family agreed, consented to have their phones tapped so that they could record all their conversations. Then, yeah. when Griselda yeah. found out about that, <laughs> that's, that's when she ordered the, the hit. Okay, so, that makes okay, a lot more sense. It's not just like, oh, okay, you broke up with my son. It's, it's like, the son's probably a fuck up anyway. He's on coke. It's like, yeah, I yeah. break up with him too. 
All right, that that makes more sense. It's like, yeah. no, you're jeopardizing my business. I'm yeah. gonna have you murdered. <laughs> so they put it in the movie as like the, the yeah, that the it whole, was a like, racial slur or something. No, they're tapping everything. <laughs> no, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, no, they're actually trying to fuck you up. Yeah, fucking <laughs> murder that guy. Like, I'd have to. Like, we all would. Yeah, take care of Some business. dentist's wife. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'm not even a doctor. <laughs> I'm. I'm I'm helping the police. It always works out for everybody. <laughs> Some chiropractor's like, I want to take down a coke empire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if My I can dipshit daughter's fucking some dude with blow. Like, just take the money, dude. <laughs> if I serious? can straighten backs, I can straighten out America. <laughs> <laughs> so let me he- heal this country. Oh, God, now we're dead. (laughs) (laughs) So, December 1st, 1983, Dario is dead. (laughs) She has custody of all four of her children now. Um, Just like it should be. Yeah. Just like it should be. Yeah, she was a victim. The boy needs a father. Um, the boy does need a father. <laughs> Sounds like an episode of Girls Gone Very Wrong. Yeah. December 1st, 1983, Scarface hits box office and is a massive controversial success with Al Pacino doing to Cubans what Mickey Rooney did to the Japanese. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. The <laughs> <laughs> thing is, it might have... Wait, I thought that was the... Ch- oh, no, I was thinking of Charlie Chan. Different guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's talking about 16 Candles. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> His... Re- uh, it's really, really good. Yeah, oh. that's... Oh, good it's heaven. bath time or whatever. Yeah, it's... He is not Cuban. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where is uh, it? With a name like close Pacino. <laughs> it's... But it, I, they were trying. There was a vowel at the end of his name. So honestly, for 1983, the, that's so, as good as you're going to get. What do you want? There are so many gangsters that identify with Scarface and none of them are Cuban. In the movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones, there is an Asian person playing a Hispanic. Their last name is Thien Nyot or something. I wrote it down. Wow. <laughs> So, that almost sounds Vietnamese, but again, this sounds like a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> all right, so the Scarface comes out. It's a giant success, um, and it's based very closely on Griselda and Mario Tabrawe. Um, Mario is a Miami cocaine dealer who's copied Griselda's ideas of using exotic animal cages to bring in coke. Then he fell in love with exotic animals so Wait. much, he's he started bringing in coke and exotic animals uh-huh. illegally. <laughs> You remember Tiger King, right? Yeah, this might sound familiar to you if you were involved with the meme that (laughs) took place in early 2020. Yes! So, no, really all of this just comes into a head is in in that that is why I mentioned the mutiny earlier. Yeah. Is because apparently Oliver Stone had been doing a little bit of hanging out in the mutiny, and he sees (laughs) Mario and Griselda hanging out a little bit. Holy shit! And he does his research then on Griselda, all of that stuff. So the movie is heavily based on both of them. Uh, or the character is based on both of them. So, are you telling me that Oliver Stone is a better investigator than the police? Probably. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. They couldn't. How could they not have arrested Griselda? Like, didn't they have piles of cocaine they, evidence? Her, she. Oh, I forgot to put this in. She bought a house in Miami while under investigation from 1975 in her name. In Miami, in her name. <laughs> <laughs> She was brought on as a consultant for Scarface. I I, I will never and then, say. And then Oliver Stone writes uh, uh, makes a movie yeah. that is 
it, what happened? That, that like, like cites specific yeah. instances <laughs> that <laughs> you and your research has found to be like a one, almost like a one to one, like so so close that they put the line in like no kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And the police are like, how do we, how do we fucking, how do we arrest her? <laughs> it's when George Bush is in charge of interesting. the program that's cracking down all of this. It's called uh, CENTAC. I forgot what the, the acronym stands for. But, but, <laughs> but Dad, how am I going to get my cocaine if you arrest <laughs> Griselda? <laughs> well, but George Bush wound up the head of the CIA. Yes, during the Iran-Contra affair when we were selling, I believe it arms. was arms and receiving cocaine and oh. then also selling that cocaine <laughs> to the inner cities i've got a whole bit about it well uh, yeah the inner <laughs> cities but mostly to fucking nicaragua and the fucking uh, central america that we just yeah are calling state it, it, 51 <laughs> <laughs> so um all right so inspirations for tony montana so january 1984 a month after scarface scarface hits the box office burton goldberg uh, the owner of the mutiny uh, is forced to strike a deal uh, <laughs> to sell it. I, <laughs> no one knows exactly why there is when pressure. When did the Godfather come out? The, the, the deal you can't refuse or whatever? Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. Um, but this so, is from the probably, government? Probably too many pink blazers. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I remember that now. <laughs> it's these fucking expensive. Though. I got to sell it. <laughs> Wait, he's not out of it. Was he Hispanic? <laughs> well, this isn't. This is not Snyder. This is an actual Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> this I is an a Goldberg. S Goldberg. Blazes. The Goldberg Group. Yeah. All Goldbergo. The, all these Latinos are coming and selling their drugs in my uh, my establishment. So there, establishment. Yeah. There's a lot of suspicions that because he is wrapped up in the <laughs> cocaine and all of that stuff. No, so a guy wearing pink blazers usually. Knows where to get some. And blood. all the drug lords are just using your fucking places yeah. like a hangout. And so, <laughs> I think he's based like eight characters in Grand Theft Auto Vice City are based on this guy. Well, all of them, yeah. <laughs> he's the Jew lawyer. He's the fucking main. His character. first name is Burton, but I'm guessing he goes by Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry in the blue blazer. Yeah. yeah. So from the minute he handed over the keys, the hotel spiraled into insolvency. Uh, the drug lords that had supported the club, and now essentially. Because he probably turned rat and everything. We don't know what happened with him exactly. Um, but <laughs> He's in witness protection yeah. till this day. But oh. you can always spot him by that purple blazer he's wearing. Weird. Hold that thought on witness protection there for a second. Uh-oh, watch out. <laughs> ah, so here's a couple of fun murders. Uh, July 6th, 1984, uh, drug chief uh, Rodrigo Arturo Ate... I can't even say this. Ate Hortura <laughs> is found slain in... In hiding in California on the orders of Griselda Blanco over a debt and refusal to give about the whereabouts of a uh, of an enemy of hers. That was also in hiding that probably wound up dead. Yeah. So that's July 6th, 1984. July 7th, 1984. <laughs> that's John, one day later. Yeah. John Garcia. <laughs> uh, Rodrigo's nephew, 16-year-old nephew, is killed to eliminate the only eyewitness to the hit the day before. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, she waited a whole day. Yeah. No, they they just had to look for him like next door. Or <laughs> yeah, whatever. it turns out he was uh, he was dead before the first one. It was weird. <laughs> so, but things Griselda is getting a little out of hand now. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. like a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, it's becoming a bit much since her innocent it's... days of murdering <laughs> murdering a child in the favela. That was but a that year took her ten her. years to get to that point. She's now murdering <laughs> yeah. at an alarming rate. <laughs> 
Well, you this know, is like one murder per bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> how many murders did you do today? Five. So you had five bazookas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many times how many bazookas I have. <laughs> Um, so we don't know exactly when, but in, uh, in 1984, uh, Martha Ochoa, the first cousin to the three powerful Ochoa brothers, uh, who, who were a primary source of cocaine for Griselda. See, ladies helping ladies, oh. Mar- Martha, uh, to Griselda. Griselda owed Martha, uh, 1.8 million and decided to kill her instead. <laughs> that makes There's sense There's a special to me. place in hell for women who don't help other women. Yes. <laughs> They tortured Marta to find out where Rafael Salazar was. He's another drug baron who Griselda owed money to. They were going to kill him. (laughs) They tore out her fingernails, burned her to death with cigarettes, beat her. Wait, wait, burned her to death with cigarettes? No, they, well, they tore out her, (laughs) no, they burned her. Did I say burned her to death? Yeah, you said burned her to death with cigarettes. I was going to say, that's a lot of cigarettes. No, burned her with cigarettes. Oh, okay, okay. And beat her. Okay, that makes more sense. I think I saw it beat, and then the EA. (laughs) That's all right. The first part part worried me, but this, all right. (laughs) We've all been burned. Cigarettes. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm practicing death by Jesus Christ. How how much money does Griselda have to afford to burn someone to death with cigarettes? Death by a thousand bazookas. (laughs) It would be it would be cheaper to just have her smoke herself to death. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) God, I hope it takes more than a thousand cigarettes because I've had way more than that. Um, (laughs) So they tore out her fingernails, burned her with cigarettes, and beat her. She didn't up give up Salazar, so they just shot and killed her. Oh. Her um, seems like an anticlimax. Yeah. So <laughs> Griselda's plan was to say that she never got the shipment and that Marta disappeared with it. What happened? And like, you know, she was gonna she's doing her own shady thing. <laughs> she's gonna set up her own thing. But apparently they found Marta's body dumped by the side of a country road in Florida, so the assumption with other coke lords <laughs> is that it's Griselda. Yeah. So much for that drug so, so much for that solo album. Yeah. That- <laughs> This would be an awesome time to be like the, one of the drug. Not, not. I wouldn't fucking buy anything or deal with Griselda. But like, you could just murder somebody and just make it look like Griselda did. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. like a perfect fucking front. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, just like, like just do it, do it with her call. Like do it on a motorcycle, her calling card or whatever, and everyone's yeah. gonna think. Yeah, just, or burn someone to death with cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Like, no one else does that. You're, <laughs> you're a dirt bike away from a license to kill. That's what you got. <laughs> That's what? amazing. Well, it uh, she was. It's probably Griselda. It's <laughs> <laughs> on a motorcycle. I mean, well, it had to be. No else? one else has motorcycles. <laughs> it's, it's either literally gr- the only person in the world. It's that either does this. it's either Griselda or I have to do another hour at work. Uh, fuck it, it's Griselda. This is terrible, but I was watching Mickey Blue Eyes for some reason, like at three o'clock in the morning, and there's a scene where they actually do that. They accidentally kill a dude, and then they plant a hundred dollar bill in his nose because that's the calling card of an opposing game. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, man. Yeah, no, that's that's the fucking, that's why you don't have calling cards. It's murder. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, the you just blame anything that you do. On I forgot that this is the second Mickey- series that we're going to have a Mickey Blue Eyes reference because remember we had Jesus one in Nixium because apparently it's based on Tony Natalie's life. Yeah. All right, so the the uh, the murder and disappearance of Marta and appearance of Marta dead uh, starts a huge drug war uh, leading to six attempts on Griselda's life. Um, one of them is, again, one of the great Coke ideas of the world. So, <laughs> so she owns a condo in Miami. And these guys uh, decide that they're going to rig the floor beneath her condo to blow up 
to essentially level the condo and then mm. they and, but then they realize she doesn't actually live at any of her this is just one of her like a uh, condo she has to literally just stash money. She doesn't I, actually live <laughs> in any of the properties with her name on it. I would be so terrified to live in Miami. It's just like <laughs> drug dealers are running around with bombs like, yeah, we're just going to blow. Well, her name's on the lease. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, imagine <laughs> if you're any one of the other units. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've, like, had, <laughs> I've had shady landlords before. <laughs> I don't want any part of this. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, except. Uh-oh. Here all we right. go. This is one of, I'm really proud of myself for this one. Marta, we're also going to die. Um, <laughs> oh, great. Marta Cho is not dead. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? That's... And if you want to hear more, listen, <laughs> give us $1,000 on Patreon. Yeah, give us enough to bodyguards She's on Patreon. definitely in witness protection. Uh, Griselda just might have just pissed off everyone, and that's an excuse or an elaborate operation. Marta Ochoa was arrested in 1984, not killed. She is put into protective custody and reappears back at her husband Michael's trial. Michael was also arrested in 1984 in 1991 uh, because he has he has like a business dispute and they're getting a divorce and she's called in as a witness <laughs> for, for the business dispute. So you're telling me that uh -oh. she's in witness protection for perhaps the most one of the most murderous drug lords in the history of drug lords, yes. and, but it took Divorce court. <laughs> how, it was Judge Faith. How brutal is divorce court when it's like, all right, you're getting a divorce, you want this much? All right, uh, who's the defendant's like, well, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, all of that political assassin. Okay, uh, nope, she still gotta get in here to find out who gets the armoire. Like, that what the that shit. That's why Riffy uh, stopped working with with uh, Griselda because he was like, <laughs> I can do the murders. That's no problem. But it's a divorce. It's These your third husband. Lawyers. <laughs> I can't. Ah, it's just it's ruining my, my The prenup my took him out of the business. <laughs> yeah. He was done with it after that. So again, a woman was outed. <laughs> well, <laughs> from witness protection. And was this even in a was this in Miami? This, it was not in Miami. Where but was the divorce? Was I, this I, in I'll like have to look Columbia? the case back up. I'll just have to look the case it, back up. It was up. in America. <laughs> like that's okay, fine. It was in America. We don't need any more. Well, like yeah, they. Oh man, that is fucking hard. Yeah, that's, brutal. That's rough. I'm being red pilled right now. Well, it's it's. Oh wait, I but it was the woman live. that got put out. So like at least uh, the, yeah. The well, order well is Michael still too. Her ex-husband yeah. also is. At I least as probably... of 1991, they were alive. Who knows? Okay, so. They, they're, probably, they're probably dead and we're probably yeah. fine and we yeah. don't need to worry. Griselda's dead. Honestly, so, if I can find them. Or, yeah, like, find it's them. like, it's like you with like your Never 10 against, year old laptop. Ne yeah. Never like, bet against an enterprising Palestinian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's yeah, also guys, Chilean, <laughs> so he can say the S word that like he said earlier. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, so, what is true, though, is that there's a $4 million bounty on Griselda's head. Uh, that gets placed on her in 1984, probably just as a result of the Magia murders. And cause she, the Magia was like a major, major, major uh, drug Huge. dealer, like yeah. on her level. So she essentially has all of the, now it's remember she had the created the five families of Coke. Now she has the other four against her and they're like, fuck it. One million dollar each, I guess. It's not good. Four million dollar bounty. <laughs> it's, so it's don't make me that. don't make me make a very racist Latina joke. <laughs> So she just essentially disappears and goes to Northern California, and that's where we're going to leave you today. Hey, that was the Miami years. Yeah. Okay. That's Jesus. An, that, this, 
How do you feel? This is spinning I'm exhausted. so. <laughs> this, this is spinning hilariously, amazingly out of control, and I, I, ah. Uh. So wait, what year does she escape? So she leaves to California in late 1984. So that's a year after Scarface came comes out. Yes, it's it's interesting that Scarface. It, it's not the only, year it came out, December '83. Yeah, so it really became popular like January of '84. I just on. find right. it really fucking interesting because she watches these movies. She would have watched Scarface. Mm-hmm. I find it really interesting that that whole story goes her is her whole life. Like even up to the end, mm. but like it, it predicted her future, like this. It's yeah, a, like you watched it. <laughs> you watched this she, and you saw how it spirals. She probably out. saw that like the 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 world is yours thing, and she's like, oh shit. <laughs> how much can I get? That's me. I want that. I want that on my casket. They'll put it on your tombstone. She was probably too mad at them getting details wrong to see the <laughs> message. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't think she had a lot of perspective. Yeah, Oliver Stone. <laughs> For Griselda, please listen. <laughs> this, this is this movie's in, in memory of Griselda Blanca. It's like a, yeah, years before she would die. Yeah, can you pre in memory of yeah. <laughs> This yeah. podcast is dedicated 19- to Andre Hash. Like <laughs> 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 the late great nineteen forty something to question mark, but definitely like- yeah, <laughs> yeah forty three to question mark. But you just put it on a tombstone that's in the ground already. No, no, <laughs> what you put is like forty three to question mark, and then in parentheses, it's just not if when. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Uh, what was it called? Yo, girl, La, La Manca. La uh, Montera? Uh, the, the, the Black Widow? Oh, La Viuda Negra. La Viuda Negra. And what was the other thing that she was called? The, the Cantina or something. Yeah, uh, the Cantina, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Well, with that fucking stupid <laughs> bullshit, we're going we're gonna to end it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end it all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This has been my suicide note. Um, I've been at the We're going to go give you a Patreon Tim- episode. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Thank uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is fucking nuts. This is, this is, this is crazy. And uh, we this have one more two. episode, right? Or we there's have two more. Two more. Two more. So we're going to do like the, the California years. And we then have the, California the years, uh, which includes some prison. And then the latter half is going to be some prison some really fun uh jfk jr stuff oh and uh then her the last her, her last her sad life. years yeah <laughs> where she's just ordering takeout it's not as sad as the movie would have you believe no i i, I can't imagine she, that she, she dies she, pretty happy she yeah. was ordering takeouts for a while yeah i love i love the again uh, uh, uh uh, patreon.com slash blood in the sand we're gonna do a special commentary track of this terrible fucking movie but uh just to ruin it if uh, if you if you don't want to hear anymore just go fucking give us some money but i'm gonna ruin the ending right here she's just like a sad old lady yeah <laughs> like, just like that's not true that's definitely not yeah and there's just no like, ways that, and she just she squirreled didn't. away like hundreds of dollars of bills in a wall so it's like <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up like yeah. you're she, this is like Scar- Scarface definitely didn't like, oh, and then he, he actually lived through the shot in his back and he died in an old retirement home. Yeah, right in poetry. Acres. If Lifetime had the- Fuck it, off. If, Life- if Lifetime had the purse strings, they would have made this into a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
have been the Star Wars for white feminists. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're, well, you just Star Wars now. <laughs> yeah, like Good the Lord of the Rings, it would have had just like a long, <laughs> sappy, happy ending. Eight endings where Griselda just like. Yeah, in this one, Griselda's <laughs> ending. She was she was uh, surrounded by Ewoks. It was fucking weird. But she was the original girl boss. And this has been Blood on the Sand. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Michael Johnson. Is with me as always. You can find him. Bob Keen at the Bob Keen on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I'll put up memes sometimes. Yeah, and Andre Hashem, everybody, you can find him at Hashem for Comedy on Instagram. Yeah, F O R Comedy. Yeah, and uh, Michael Johnson again. I don't know why I said my name twice, but follow us on Blood in the Sand official on Instagram and uh, and give us some money. Give us some yeah. money. Yeah, give us the money. Patreon.com/slash Blood on the Sand. Blood on the Sand. And just remember. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, remember that there there's no such thing as a good person. No, <laughs> no such, such thing as a good person. It's fucking oh my god. Don't trust old ladies either. No. Yeah, even old ladies. They might have been Griselda they when they were <laughs> <laughs> Griselda. <laughs> Bye you fuck.